0: Game number four, can the Kansas City Chiefs repeat their performance in New York with a very special fan watching? What's the magic coming this week Unlocked on, on Chiefs?
1: From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs podcast.
0: Welcome back to Red Friday, Chiefs Kingdom and around the world. Nice to see you all. Thanks for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network. That's your team every day for free on every platform. You can find us here on YouTube where you can like, sub, and hit the bell. And you can check us out on Spotify and Apple on every audio platform that you can find. You can find us there for free every day just like the Locos do because our daily listeners are called Locos, and we'd love to get you guys in on that action as well. We're brought to you today by Game Time. It's the Game Time app. You can create an account, use our code LOCKEDONNFL, and get $20 off your first purchase. That's last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. We have to get looking forward. It's quite a week last week. How do you take a, a drubbing that you were able to produce against a team that was very much struggling and one that I think is the tail of two sides of the ball in coming up with the New York Jets? How do they get there? What do they have to do? We're going to go over what we do think will happen in our predictions. We'll get to the matchups and goals as well as how they get to that end point. But first, how can they repeat? I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, as well as NFL33.com and RGR Football. This is my partner, Chris Clark of Chiefs Corner. Repeating the performance of last week is going to be much more difficult against a Jets defense that has an incredible front, has some good players in the back, but maybe not quite what we are expecting from them. The whole team is in turmoil. Can they take advantage of Of a a defense that has talent, but maybe isn't performing up to its standard right now. I think that they can.
1: It's going to be interesting because you look at everything going on for this game, and there is talk, and and I talked to John about this yesterday. If you haven't looked at the crossover episode, go check it out uh, with John Bochko. We did a great job. He did a great job talking about the Jets' situation. And looking at the scenario of, is it possible they're about to lose the locker room? Because there are rumors out there that they could be losing the locker room because they keep trotting out. Zach Wilson as their starter, and it doesn't look like they're going to go a different direction. That's going to play a big key in how this game plays out, in my opinion, because you sit here and you look at it, and it's one of those things you have to talk about. Zach Wilson has played horrible for them in the past two games, and if he doesn't play well against the Chiefs, who have a good defense, and one of the top five scoring defenses in the NFL right now, if he doesn't play well against the Chiefs, they – Uh, fairly, they simply have no shot. Kansas City is going to put up at least 21 points, in my opinion, in this game. I think they put up more, but we can talk about that later.
0: Well, I I mean, let's let's be honest about the situation. Other than um, a a training camp that was full of hype uh, and the the hard knocks phenomenon and all that, you weren't able, other than a few weeks of OTAs uh, where Wilson got a lot of reps, And, uh, what, five weeks of preseason where he was able to learn from Aaron Rodgers, being in the room, doing uh, study, et cetera, et cetera. Zach Wilson hasn't really had a chance to evolve. He's still the same player that he was except for a few weeks here of effort. It's how can he take what he learned there and move it forward into what he does on the field. And I I just don't think there's been enough crossover. This was supposed to be a, hey, lead us for a bit, train our young QB, Maybe he can write his own ship and his own uh, career path with Aaron's guidance and Aaron's example. That's, that's out the window. And it puts them right back where they were on offense last season. And that's, that's the fact that you have a couple of good running backs. You can move the ball on the ground. The offensive line, we're going to talk about them later. Uh, it's hit or miss for me right now. I won't say it's a strength or necessarily weakness. It's very middling for me. But the defense is the strength of this team, and that's where the question comes in that for this matchup, it is strength on strength of Chiefs offense and what they were able to do last week as as a stepping stone against the Jets' defense that has their back to the wall.
1: Well, and you talk about the offensive line, and the key on the offensive line is they have three people that aren't in the same position they were supposed to be heading into the season. And, you know, Dwayne Brown's already an IR, so Becton is now their left tackle. How that's going to work out is a big question. But they already have other guys, you know, missing in action or moving around the line trying to fill other positions. So how does that play out? I mean, that's one thing that we've talked about several times, especially you saw it last week, actually, with Kansas City in the second half, uh, taking out Juwan Taylor at the start. And we won't get into why, but taking out Juwan Taylor, putting in Prince Tegumonago and then taking out the whole first unit as much as you could in playing the backups. You saw how much that was an issue in moving guys around, how it produced more uh, pressure on, you know, Gabbard. And that's really going to be a problem if, if they continue to allow pressure on Zach Wilson. He's not the guy that's going to make the quickest decisions and he's not going to be the guy that makes the right decision immediately. Uh, he's going to need time to process. But one of the other things that really sticks out to me is offense or sorry, defensively you look at their defensive line, you would think that they were producing a lot of pressure and they're getting a lot of sacks. They had one sack in week two. They had five sacks week one, one sack in week two, and no sacks last week. But they had 16 pressures last week and 12 pressures the week before in week two. 20 I'm sorry, 32 total pressures in week one against the Bills. What does that tell you about the – offensive line of the bills. And I'm sorry, 17 pressures last week against (laughs) the Cowboys who have a good offensive line. So Mm -hmm. you look at all these different things and they're getting pressure to an extent, but they're not getting home. They're not getting sacks. And even if you put pressure on Patrick Mahomes, even if you hurry him, as long as he's able to move around a little bit and see the field, he's usually going to put the ball where it needs to go. And that's going to be a problem for this defense.
0: Yeah, I have to agree. And when you look specifically about who's doing what, um, Will Franklin, their, their top draft pick of the season, uh played four pass rush snaps last week. Uh, Jermaine Johnson, their number one from the previous year at the pass rush. Um, now lining up as more of a stand-up, uh, certainly listed as an outside linebacker. 24 pass rush snaps, one pressure. You know, where it's coming from is not maybe what the expectation was. And so there's still an underachiever aspect to this defense that I think the Chiefs have to look to exploit very specifically. And whether that's uh, the said Johnson against Donovan Smith, uh, whether it's we're going to see one of the backup tackles uh, play significant time, it's more right now for me, how you choose to go about that. And I think the formula has to be similar to what we saw last week against a, a defense that their front was much lesser but still has to go about the same kind of thing in order for Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey to be able to do their optimum and give Taylor Swift another performance like they did last week. They got to be able to move the ball on the ground, they got to be able to go to play action, they got to be able to have all options on the table in the full gamut of the Chiefs' offense.
1: They absolutely, do. And it's going to be a big question you know, is their offense going to show up? Are they going to be on the same page? There were still times last week where, yeah, they played well on offense, but they were still out of sync. Uh, especially first drive, you go back and you watch the first drive. Rasheed Rice ran a good route for the most part, but stopped short. Mahomes was trying to lead him more into where he would, where the ball, the, where he threw the ball was more trying to lead him further in his route. But Rasheed stopped a little short. If he continues to learn from that, and they continue to get better offensively, and it's not just Rasheed Rice, so I don't want to pick on him, but because he's played well. But if you look at it, if they continue to get that stuff better. That's going to make a huge difference against defenses like what they're about to face right now. And you get into a situation where later in the year, yes, we're talking about the Jets right now, but you get the Buffalo Bills who have the number one scoring defense right now later in the year. You get Cincinnati who played a really good game against the Rams, got a lot of pressure. You're going to play those defenses later in the year. You need to get your offense going now, especially against the defenses you're going to be facing in the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, this is a, another step in the evolution. Can they do that? Will they do it? Our predictions are coming up later. And we got to talk about the matchups and the goals that they have to accomplish in order to get that win. That's coming up next. But right now, it doesn't matter whether you're trying to get tickets at Arrowhead or if you're traveling the country following Taylor, I mean Travis, around the country uh, from stadium to stadium. Sometimes you just got to get last minute tickets. That's the way that it goes at times it's a little bit stressful and I have to admit it's not something that I look forward to. So the solution for me has become game time. It's the only ticketing app that gives you the complete peace of mind with your purchase to let you know that you're getting the best deal where you need it, when you need it. And most of the time, like me last minute. So you can see the view from your seat before you ever get it. You can compare all the prices, know exactly what to expect when you get there for how much and where you're going to be. And with all that up front, you get the The greatest deal available without hidden fees. You can buy the tickets in seconds, a couple of taps, and you're good to go. And you get that guarantee. And the game time guarantee means that you're always going to get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, they're going to give you a credit of up to 110% of that difference. That's peace of mind that eases my mind and lets me just kind of grab the games that I want, whether they're in New York or Arrowhead or Minneapolis or wherever the Chiefs are going to be playing. I might even make it to Lambo this year. We're gonna find out. So take the guesswork out of where you're gonna be in buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Make sure you create an account. And when you do, you use the code locked on NFL. That'll get you $20 off of your purchase. Terms apply, but again, just go create an account on the Game Time app and use L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L. And that will get you the $20 off. It's it's game time tickets, last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And there are times you're going to be hungry before you go out to those ball games, and you can make your life easier in a brand new way by using DoorDash for groceries. Uh, If, if you burnt the last piece of toast or you're in a last minute prep to get to that game time, get to tailgating, you might need something at the last minute, whether it's the avocados or God forbid you forgot the barbecue sauce. You're going to need that as well. It makes things easier. and You trusted trust DoorDash to deliver hot food from restaurants and your favorites all the time. Now you can get them to deliver groceries as well. And thousands of grocery stores are participating. You'll be able to find the best in your neighborhood or near your stadium and boost the local economy for each and every single order. Do your part. Uh, easy substitutions are right in the app, and it makes the best in class for customer support. DoorDash delivers groceries. And exactly how you want it and where you want it. You can get 50% off your DoorDash order up to a $25 value when you use our code LOCKED ON NFL at checkout. Limited time offer and terms do apply, but that code is LOCKED ON NFL for 50% off your order with DoorDash. Don't forget about it. Go to the app store and enter the code LOCKED ON NFL. Get your groceries from DoorDash. matchups and goals they run hand in hand sometimes but it is really the step-by-step process of producing a game plan following it through and getting a w and that's where we have to begin do you have a top goal for this team and which matchup does it include
1: you know when you look at this game for me i i talked about this on the crossover the biggest matchup that really stands out is probably garrett wilson or you know garrett wilson versus the chiefs dbs because if the Chiefs DBs can shut him down. That really is going to change the game for the Jets because it's going to make it a lot harder for them to have a chance to win. But the other thing that I'm really looking at, and, and maybe a ve- another very important matchup in my mind, is really the, the Jets interior versus the Chiefs interior. Jets interior defensive line versus the Chiefs interior offensive line. And I say that because they have one of the best DTs in the NFL. Uh, Quinnen Williams is fantastic. Cool. He hasn't played as good as as maybe he would want to this season, but he is a fantastic defensive tackle. And yes, Kansas City probably has the best center in the NFL and Creed Humphrey has a lot of sack, has a lot of hurry, all of that. That's fantastic. But, you know, how's that going to play out this week? What are they going to do? How are they going to use him? Because you look at what the Chiefs do with Chris Jones, are they going to start using Quinn and Williams, not necessarily as a defensive end, but are they going to start using him in twists and stunts? So, so Williams is maybe – ending up rushing against a guy like Donovan Smith who struggled at times this season. That's a mismatch to me. Uh, and that can be, you can work on that a little bit by, you know, giving help with the guard. Uh, so that's always something to watch, but the interior pass rush for the jets is going to be something that I think is going to be a big matchup for this game. If the chiefs keep that to a minimum and don't let Mahomes uh get hit, I, I don't think they're going to allow a lot of sacks, but if they don't let them get hit more than, you know, five or six times, I think that you're feeling pretty good because Mahomes does do it to himself sometimes as well, with as long as he likes to hold
0: the ball. That is a very fair point. And, and whether they run stunts or not, I, I think what you're going to see is Quentin Williams has some of the attributes Chris Jones does. For a man his size, it, it's the quicks that are more devastating than the power, in my opinion. And so maybe he doesn't line up on the right-hand side of their defense. Maybe he does come over and try to exploit Trey Smith, who, who's not as quick as Joe Tooney is. Uh, certainly Creed's going to be able to help either of them, but it's that initial burst. And so I look to see if they're going to stack that and try to blitz off of him as well across Creed's face. That is a formula that I think Saul has used in the past that has been quite frankly, very effective. I'm sure the Chiefs are preparing for it. And it is about the footwork for me this week. Can you keep yourself between Mahomes and the attackers? That's going to be the key. On the opposite part, it's what do you do when you do deliver the ball? I think one thing that we'd like to see, and one of my goals is that they rely a little bit more on the quick game and and take their shots a little bit less dramatically. I, I want them to lull everyone into a, a little bit of a sleep. I want to share with you guys uh, where we are right now, and, and I'll explain why, because it, it sounds counterintuitive, I do have to admit. But when you take a look at stats across the league, especially for second-year corners, Normally you're going to say, hey, the defensive rookie of the year is going to be your top corner. Uh, Sauce Gardner is actually rated per PFF below Trent McDuffie, who is the top in his class right now at the corner spot from the, the, the draft class that they share. But he also has, Sauce, a, a unique perspective. The physicality, the quickness around the route, especially at the top of the stem where I think he, he understands leverage very, very well. For me, it's going to be the bigger-bodied receivers that I want to see go against him more. So what we've seen is a steady diet of targets for uh, Justin Watson, and I think that's going to continue because I think if you can get Sauce turned and you're not able to let him bump you, you need that bigger body, but you still need the speed. I think Watson's the guy that I want to try to run at Sauce as much as possible, especially early in the game, and see what I can get. Let Rasheed Rice, Sky Moore canaries Tony, if he goes or or if he's a, you know, a larger part of the game plan, work off of that rather than the opposite. So I'm targeting the big guy first.
1: So interestingly enough, I really like where you're going with that. And I'm very curious to see how they target Sauce Gardner in this game and who they use to target Sauce Gardner in this game. And really the other question would be, does Mahomes tar- target Sauce Gardner or does he throw a receiver or is whoever the receiver is over there not going to be the one that they're using to attack the defense. That's going to be my question. Uh, one of the things I was looking at trying to figure out before we went on and, and it hadn't come out yet was the injury report for the Chiefs because yesterday, surprisingly enough, uh, Chris Jones was limited to with a groin injury. Didn't know that was happening until yesterday. He was still limited today. So there's a question in my mind whether or not he plays in this game, which is going to make it a little bit tougher on the defense. I still think they're good enough. But honestly, the, there's two injuries more that stick out to me now. Uh, Jalen Watson was a full participant yesterday, did not practice today, and it's a shoulder injury. That's going to be something to watch. Uh, if he doesn't go this week, they have three corners. I think they're going to be okay. But then that also brings into a situation where you got to go a lot younger at that corner position. They've only been dressing four. Uh, mm-hmm. is that going to? Are they going to put Nick Jones in that situation? Uh, he hasn't really played this year. But the other one that really sticks out to me, Donovan Smith was limited. He was a full go yesterday, limited with a rib. If he's not able to go in this and Prince is already out, that puts a very big change on this game in my mind. I still think Kansas City's in good shape, but that's a very, that could be a very big loss.
0: It could be, and that comes back to the Jermaine Johnson, uh, Will McDonald, if they choose to, to bring him up. If you get a rookie or a or, uh, coming-off-injury Lucas Niang out there, I have to expect that they're not only going to focus on that, but they're going to send different kinds of pass rushers, um, Johnson and McDonald in particular, maybe in waves, to try to get the advantage on whoever that is lining up there. That is a, a significant concern that we just got as we were out here live. Folks, we try to go live for you every week, especially on Friday. So if you'd like someone hit the bell, we'd appreciate it. And Sometimes we have to roll with the punches when we get late-breaking news like we do today. That said, I think – in terms of the opposite side of what the Chiefs do in trying to cover the targets, uh, I, I think rush there, even without Chris Jones, is going to be, uh, as we saw early in the season, something that they can get done, especially with the offensive line of the Jets in such disarray. Uh, it is Elijah Vera Tucker, I believe, that's moving out to right tackle. That's going to be the fourth position he's played in the last two years for that offensive line. Great to be versatile. We all know that the Chiefs covet that as well, and I think Ver Tucker's a, a good player. Um, but it puts him, I think, at a disadvantage way outside, um, particularly with George Karloftis. But I think they're going to rotate a number of other players through there to get pressure. How are they going to cover? Garrett Wilson coming off a of rookie of the year as well. I think you feel pretty good about what you have in, in luxurious need and Trent McDuffie being able to go up on him, depending on where he lines up. But do they travel? Do they have enough corner depth? that they just got to lock down a spot, and you'll see where he lines up. That's going to be the big question. In the end, I'd probably put LJ on him and just let him follow him around is, is the proclivity that I would have.
1: Makes a lot of sense. And you look at the rest of the weapons that the Jets have, and they don't have a ton of weapons. And you know, Ryan, You and I talked about this a little bit before we came on the show. You, know, you look at who they added this offseason – and two of the guys they added are guys that Aaron Rodgers has played a lot of time with and he trusts. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson doesn't have that with Aaron Rodgers, and that's gonna no. that could be a big problem for them. But the other thing, you talk about pass rush and you talk about their offensive line, in my mind, the pass rush is going to be getting home more, not necessarily because of the offensive line, but because of the processing of Zach Wilson and what Spags is going to do and what he's going to throw at him. And I think that's really going to be an interesting part of how this goes.
0: Yeah, that, that is a fair point. So how will it go? We're going to give you our predictions coming up next, but if you guys need something, you got to check out eBay. Our partners at eBay
1: Motors have to lock, have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. 49ers second-year quarterback Brock Purdy has picked up where he left off as a star rookie passer down the stretch last season with his sharp play in Kyle Shanahan's diverse loaded passing game this season. Purdy is playing off Christian McCaffrey's running as well as delivering nicely through the red zone with his arm and legs. In week four, Purdy gets a favorable matchup at home against Arizona's defense. Purdy should make should manage multiple scores with 250-plus passing yards as San Francisco builds an early lead in another blowout. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices... You're burning rubber, not cash. eBay guaranteed fit only. Available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com.
0: Staying Alive is the name of the song and the name of the game here. Staying Alive is what the Jets have to try to do to try to keep up with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, we haven't had exactly the biggest blast-off First quarters here for the Kansas City Chiefs this season. This defense aside, I do feel like what we saw. Um, just to go back to the top of the show, and 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 maybe it is the the super pop star effect that we saw last week. But something has started to come together because of the Bears game in particular. Can they capitalize on that? That's got to be the goal. And I think that they probably got it schemed up enough because as I look through this this first quarter of the season, first four games anyway. Um, this is a team that I think you probably had circled to begin with Uh, maybe because of the Rodgers factor, but certainly because of the defense. So I have to think that the game plan is probably a little bit more elaborate than we saw last week and is a little bit more uh, directed at exploiting their weaknesses. So I have to think that they get off to a good start. I kind of feel like they're going to put up at least 10 in the first quarter.
1: Man, that'd be awesome. And I think that a lot of it could depend on how Wilson starts this game and If he turns the ball over, that's going to be the big question to me. Kansas City hasn't been great at getting turnovers. They forced a couple, but they haven't been great doing it so far this season. So if they can force turnovers, they could put up a lot of points early. And the Jets offense isn't going to be able to keep up in my mind. I don't think they're built with Zach Wilson as their QB, at least, to be able to score a lot of points. So if Kansas City gets off to an early lead, that could be trouble for the Jets.
0: Yeah, you'll get no argument from me there. The bigger question is, if I'm the Jets, I'm trying to exploit the Chiefs' defense by grinding them down a little bit. When you take a look at what they did on the ground uh, last week against the New England Patriots, who uh, obviously Bill Belichick specializes in defense, but let's be real, this isn't the the best defensive unit he's ever had. You got 12 rushes from Brees Hall. I'm sorry, 12 snaps, uh, 12 attempts, uh, eight So for a total of 20 attempts from the two running backs uh, who only put up 35 yards. So I think that what I had thought going into the season was going to be a two-headed monster seems to have hit a hiccup as well as the rest of the passing offense due to the quarterback. So for the Chiefs, I think you have to come out and you have to attack that run first, try to get pressure. Uh, If you you run a double blitz and you don't get a run, okay, you're going to get in somebody's face for Zach Wilson. I think that's probably the key to the first quarter for me as well.
1: And I think it could have been a double-headed monster if Aaron Rodgers was, was the quarterback. But when you get in a situation where your quarterback is set par as far as Zach Wilson has been so far this season, it's really going to be hard to run the ball. I agree with you completely. I think that if Kansas City wants to win this game uh, convincingly, go try to go sell out against the run. Uh, and if you're in that scenario where you're selling out against the run, I think you're going to be in good scenario to stop it. And you're going to have a situation where Zach Wilson is trying to beat you and from what we've seen so far this season, that's not going to be something that's probably going to happen. It is interesting to me, and looking at the Chris Jones injury, with him being limited again today, I would almost think it's likely he doesn't play. I don't think they want to risk it for one, but they also brought Matt Dixon back to the rock, Matt Dickerson, sorry, back to the roster this week to add another defensive tackle to what they've already got on the roster uh, when they put you know Prince Tagenwanago on the on IR so that's going to be something that I think he's probably going to play I think Jones probably isn't uh and it makes a lot of sense to me if this is a game where they feel pretty comfortable with it you don't risk Chris Jones it's a groin injury you don't want to risk it being much worse than him being out a long time
0: I, I tell you what that's certainly a viable scenario but if Chris Jones is not going to to dress for this game I need to see Keanu work. I'm just saying I don't know. I, I know you want to take him along slowly. This is a good opportunity, in my opinion.
1: He'll dress. I don't think he, there's a, an issue of whether or not he'll dress. I think it's just a matter of how many snaps he's going to get. I agree with you. I'd like to see him. Uh, I just think that they're going to go with Dickerson as as the guy that's going to step in and be more of a rotational guy in that scenario.
0: And, and that they've been playing well. Horton
1: a ton. Sorry.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, you are first this week. What is going to be your prediction? Because, uh, guys, make sure that if you want to get more information, there's a live stream on Fridays. The whole network does it. You can find it here on this channel. It is at 1 p.m. Central for the Locked On NFL kickoff show. You can always check that out. But as we kick off looking at our predictions, what do you see happening?
1: It's really going to be a question of how cohesive this offense is. And the whole reason I say that is because they are going up against a good defense. And this is a great test for Kansas City. If they're going to play a good game, a good game this weekend, and they're going to look a lot like what they looked at it, looked like against the Brown, the Bears. Sorry, uh, I think they're going to be in a good s- scenario where they could maybe score thirty points. And I say thirty points, which seems like a lot, but part of the other thing that the Jets are going to be struggling with is if Zach Wilson isn't able to produce on offense, you could be giving Kansas City, you know, high double-digit drives which at that point, 30 points really isn't a ton of points. So that's going to be the big question to me. Yesterday I said I think it's probably going to be 28-13. I'm going to stick with that for right now. But it really depends on what offense comes out for the Chiefs. And then the secondary part of that is does Zach Wilson, is he able to contribute to at least keeping the offense on the field more than just you know three snaps and out? Or does he turn over the ball a lot? That could change the score quickly.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, For me, the number one thing is the Chiefs got to be able to stop the run. Because if I'm the Jets, I want to run the ball. If you give the Chiefs anything more than eight possessions, you're in trouble. So control that clock. Keep it on your side. That's what I think they have to do. So the Chiefs have to be able to attack that and and nip it in the bud, quite honestly. You're going to get some explosives. Somebody's going to miss a coverage on Garrett Wilson. I can almost guarantee you that. You can't allow explosives on the ground. you got to be able to lock that down. Otherwise, it becomes a long day. I think if the Chiefs do that, it should be smooth sailing for the offense once they get going. I don't think they need 30 here. I do think that it's they're going to push that direction. Uh, it will take a bit. I, I hope that they can get off to a good start and put up 10 in the first quarter. The key is going to be do we see Andy Reid repeat what we saw last week, or at least he and Patrick as a combination, and keep the foot down. Beat a team that you should beat. This is this is a much tougher opponent than the Bears, but the concept is the same. You should beat them with the state that their offense is in. Can you do that convincingly? I think that they do. I have this 27-13 at the end of the day. We'd like to know what you guys think. Put your prediction in the comments below here on this video or throw them in the uh, iTunes – iTunes – Apple Podcast Review or the Spotify Review. You can hit us at Locked On, Chiefs. You can get Chris at Chris Clark NFL or at Chiefs Corner. You can get me at Ryan Tracy NFL. Come watch RGR for more background. Hit NFL 33 because there's some interesting news going around there. Get all the info that you can get at Chiefs Corner because you want to know what's going on with the rest of this roster and what's coming next. Some great stats that we track Chris is doing third downs in particular efficiency this week. You can get some of that here on the channel. Make sure you sign up for the text line as well because you get exclusive content there as well as breaking news and our instant thoughts at 816-357-8781. Go ahead and sign up there. I hope you're enjoying Red Friday and have a good weekend. We're going to be live with you post-game. Don't forget that. Always a great time. Thanks for spending your day with us today, and we will talk to you next time.